This faggoty podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks, with more than 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash gay show. I'm very um, elusive, remote, and very... Close and tangible at the same time. <laughs> Are you feeling really faggoty? Are you feeling really faggoty? Feeling faggoty? 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 Because I'm on it. And Johnny is and Martin and occasionally Pom Pom's funny too. <laughs> occasionally. We, Johnny worked so hard on that beautiful gospel opening. <laughs> and then and here just, you are just humming a completely separate tune. A tuneless tune, a I tuneless might add. Tune. <laughs> a completely separate tuneless tune. Linda James, tuneless tune. <laughs> I got a show uh about nothing, and I love singing it to I got another song for you, Martin. Martin is a loser. <laughs> Big loser. That's how you want to play. Want to make fun of my song? very womanly. Well, sometimes you have to go deep inside of yourself and pull out the guttural emotions it takes to make good music. Wow. wow. Linda James and her process. About about <laughs> Martine being a loser. Martine's Mar- Linda's new album. Martine <laughs> sucks. La, 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 la. Hey, everybody. It's me, your gay pimp daddy, Johnny McGovern. Yeah, and me, the most beautiful woman in the world, Linda James. Wow. And me, a straight loser, Martine. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha. For once, you're hilarious. <laughs> He's not hilarious. He's right. At least I'm tuneful. That's wow, you really got it with that to one. differ. <laughs> Ooh, he's shady. <laughs> I do differ. We're in a very good mood today we because sure our little baby pom pom brought us a present today. Oh, yes. our intern pom pom, the best intern in the history of podcasting. Well, ever. I wouldn't well, say that. I wouldn't best. say that. You, you remember last week's uh, pay below average. Haley Joel Osment stalking report. I do. And also today I asked for kettle chips, Dijon mustard, and I gave exact change 
and I get soy crisps instead. And a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And wow. I order a quarter. It's okay. It's okay. You know why, Martine? Why? Pom Pom went online and found us a word for word transcript of Paris is Burning! My dream has finally come to fruition. I can now. Now, let me tell you, it's a fucking delight to be able to to read every word. Now, Pom Pom, you saw it for the first time. Mm -hmm. You hadn't listened to us. You hadn't taken to our advice to watch it until recently. It was always out of the video store whenever I went to go. That's because they only have one copy, Mm -hmm. those bitches. Mm -hmm. So what you saw it, and then your life changed. Is that what happened? (laughs) Yeah, I was just amazed. What was your favorite parts? Um, I think when Pepper LaBeija got introduced for the first time, I was like, Mm -hmm. who am I? (laughs) You want me to say who I am and all that? I am Pepper Pepper LaBeija. The mother of the house of LaBeija. Not the founder, mind you. It was Charlie. Charlie. Chris. Chris. Chris who founded it. I, I, I pom, pom. This Let me show you how She's it's getting done. all pom, choked pom, up. Let me show I'm you swollen. how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that saved it all. Pom Pom knows just to pull Swole. an old crunk thing out, and it's a good job, babe. Okay, now, because Pom Pom, as our gift to you and our listeners for bringing us this wonderful, wonderful transcript. Acting legend Linda James. <laughs> Acting legend. Well, I'm not, I'm not one of the legendary children. But, you but I do stamp myself with the legendary children. children. I'm one of the legendary children upcoming. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So today, we're going to treat all of you to a master cunt theater. <laughs> master read theater. Master trans theater. Master... Hey, that's a man! Theater. You can stop now at the theater. <laughs> what kind of theater it is. Uh, featuring Linda James in her greatest role as Venus Extravaganza. That's Anthe Extravaganza. Mm. Venus Extravaganza! <laughs> I'm sure, sorry. That's Anthe Extravaganza. And Linda will be bringing us Venus Extravaganza! <clears throat> Thank you. Later on this evening, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to meet someone, a friend of mine, a very good old friend of mine. He's young, very good, attractive, handsome, young man. And he's taking me out to dinner later on this evening for cocktails after midnight. I know he'll give me some money just for me to maybe buy a pair of shoes and a nice dress. So that the next time he sees me, he'll see me looking more and more beautiful. The way he wants to see me. But I don't have to go to bed with him or anything like that. At times, they do expect small sexual favors. But that is between myself and them. So I do not wish to further speak about that. If they do, but at most times, 95% of the time, they don't. But I feel like if you're married, a woman in her suburbs, a regular woman, is married to her husband, and she wants him to buy her a washer and dryer set, in order for him to buy that, I'm sure she'd have to go to bed with him anyway. Bravo! Ancora! Bravissima! Oh, the talent! Oh, the bravo! Oh, thank you. Oh, the essence, the timing, the technique. The, the voice. That voice, it's still there. 
Wow, good job, Linda. So it's just Linda. a dream. It's just a dream to have It's this really now. lovely to have it. Now, Linda, tell Not that kids. I didn't know it all by heart no, already. No, we do pretty much but know it by heart. But now I can refer. Refer and get it exactly right, which is really the key when you're living your life in Paris's burning verse. <laughs> Um, which, as we do sometimes, uh, it's nice to be able to go and really get it right from the source. And uh, Linda James, read the kids where they can get that themselves. Oh, because I know you're going to want to play along at home. Yes, you can. You can um, have dramatic readings in your home of Paris is burning, and that's a good friends. idea for a quiet night at home. It is. Everybody um, plays a character, and you do a dramatic reading of Paris is burning. Um, I don't speak computer jargon. Can someone else read all these HTTPs for me? Or you could do as I did. Go on. To Google and put in quotes, let's talk about reading Paris is Burning, and it'll be the third link down. Good job, Pom Pom! Awesome. Thanks for bringing that delightful treat to us, and uh, you got a treat back because you had the great actress Linda James read it to you. Thank you. You want to talk about reading? Let's talk about reading lines, honey. (laughs) That's Venus Extravaganza at the Royal Shakespeare Company giving an acting workshop. (laughs) To be or not to be, honey. Touch this skin, Hamlet. <laughs> uh, the other day, sweetie, sweetie was talking about. What's the matter, Hamlet? You got a lot of personal problems. <laughs> What's the matter, Macbeth? You're going through a change of life. <laughs> what was sweetie saying? Sweetie was telling me the origin of Labatia. Uh huh. Because they used to say, um, they used to say that people would be like, "You're just some black queen," and they'd say, "I'm not black. I'm Labatia." <laughs> and touch their skin like they were babe. So. Awesome, glamorous. Well, you should be able to get that, kids. Just check it out. It's real fun. And you can print it out. On NYU's free printer. And maybe, Thanks, NYU, maybe, for letting us print that up for free. All 950 pages. Waka waka. Here's the we sec- stole that from you. <laughs> Here's Take that for turning the Palladium into a dorm. Take that for turning CBGBs into... A dorm. Mm, Grr, NYU. But we get free printing. And pom-pom goes there, so we can't hear well, that Well, I suggest to get back at NYU for all of those things. Pom-pom, are you you're in the theater club or something? Uh, yes. The theater the club? Theater club? <laughs> why are don't, you in the theater club? Um, why don't you're you like an old print auntie. Off, why don't you print off many copies of that and have a stage production for this year's yes. big end-of-year yes. project? I think that should be your end-of-year yes. project. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh. We'll get you a good cast for that one. Who, yeah. who do you want to be? Mom, mom doesn't she's get to directing. be in it. She's directing. She's directing. Oh, I'll be Jenny Livingston. Yeah. That's okay, good. Mom can be the voice, and she can be the um, the dramaturg. Excellent. I think we can get you Mother of the House of Sparkle Magic to play Peppa LaBeija. If you're <laughs> yeah. lucky, yes. we'll have to, you know what? We'll have to call his agent. He's very busy very now busy. that he's dressed up as Labrohibi <laughs> for Linda, Halloween. Linda, you better come on doing Venus Extravaganza. I will be being Oh, there. she will, all right. She already is. That's my secret. That's my personal thing down there. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of crunk, he's here to spill the tea. Yay! I mean, ah! Ooh, that is very scary, Linda James. Because it's me, John McGovern, here in the future to tell you a very important message that makes this podcast possible. I want y'all to know that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. The Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 75,000, I tell you, 75,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, featuring audio versions of many fancy New York Times bestsellers. 
And for listeners of this gay-ass podcast, Audible is offering you a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. I might recommend a hilarious audio selection called Fired by Annabelle Gerwich. Oh my goodness, it is an audio recording of a live show of people telling hilarious stories about themselves being fired. And let me tell you, I laughed and laughed and laughed. And there's a sequel, Fired Again. So I would recommend that one to you. You can get it free because Audible would like to give you a free audiobook of your choice if you go to audiblepodcast.com slash gay show. Let me repeat that. It's audiblepodcast.com slash gay show. Get that free audiobook. Oh, Audible, I love you. Now let's spill that tea. Would you like some tea, dear? Tea. Tea. Nah, girl. I'm spilling the tea. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. Full dossiers, honey. We're going to really let you have it. There's nothing that's sacred here, girl. If you got some drama in your life, we know about it. We're gonna let you know that there, you know. Okay, honey, it's all gonna be what? The tea, honey, the total tea, girl. No O's, the tea. Spilling the tea, spilling the tea, yeah. the tea is spilled. And guess who's in the house with us today, Linda? The mother of the house is Sparkle Magic. Ding, 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 you yeah. are correct. Lady Gronk. Hey, y'all. Hello, Lady Gronk. <laughs> Hi. Kronk. How are you? We're, I hate Brooklyn. Wow. <laughs> We're lucky that Crunk's here today. Martin and I talked to Crunk at about noon 30 today. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I said, hey, you going to come on the show? And he said, girl, I don't know if I should come. I'm in a mood. I said, hey, call up Bootloafs and act real mean to him and let it out. <laughs> let it out on Bootloafs so you're Did real you? happy. Did no, you? I picked it up and I'm going to let loose tonight. Awesome. Oh, what a delight for us. Thank you. Well, it was a big Halloween week this week. We're not going to say the S word because we said it so much last yeah, week. It's, we can't say it for another year. Yeah, pretty much. That's the the rules. It was quite the Halloween this year. It was. There was <laughs> an appearance by a star, a bright shining star I know as La Prohibita. <laughs> International the Super Drag one. Queen. Kronk, you were La Prohibita for Halloween. See? <laughs> uh, it was beautiful. It was the greatest costume I've ever seen. Oh, mucho gracias. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kronk, now, we're going to post on the website a picture of Kronk. And, There's and, a video, too. Uh, yes, you can go see on Kronk's MySpace page. It's posted on there, right, by uh, yeah, DJ Texture. It's a very short video of Kronk as La Prohibita. That was you? I had no idea. I saw that video. I was like, who is that beautiful and woman? We're going to post uh, pictures of all <laughs> of us I. on Halloween so that you can see our lovely costumes. <laughs> That's going to be in the photo gallery at GayPimp.com. Pom-pom, take a note. Pom-pom. You'll be doing that this week. Post the pictures on GayPimp.com and pay for it. Thanks, old lady. Old lady boy. I mean, Aunt B. Not B. Arthur. That'd be that'd be pom 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 pom. Go and post those pictures and pay for it, Mom. All right. All right. Pay for those photos. And I will give you my brand new bottle of Chanel. My practically full bottle of Chanel number five. Um, so uh, I, for Halloween, was yeah, 
Little John <laughs> Nee McGovern. <laughs> I dressed in all bape wear with a diamond necklace and dreads and crunk painted me to a color. Painted me a color. It and was so I had, funny. I had a gold tooth. And it was great because at the party, no one, I didn't have to talk no to nobody. They didn't know who I was. And some fan actually, after, okay, after Linda had already done her big show, this man came up to Linda. She's dressed as a woman and said, Johnny McGovern. I'm from California, and I've always wanted to meet you. <laughs> and, I said, and I said, he's right here next to you. And the guy, I, he, the guy was drunk. He was like, what? And I tapped Johnny on his shoulder. He turned around and went, yeah, you! <laughs> and, and the, the guy, guy walked away. Ran away. Ran away. Whoa, Johnny had no idea that you were starting your big drag career. I don't this understand. Late in the game. <laughs> I, I mean, Linda and I, yes, look like we could be brother and sister, but I really don't think I've suddenly taken up. I'm a woman now, everyone. <laughs> Apparently, imagine. I mean, I'm like, forget gay pimp. I'm going lady. <laughs> um, Linda was what were you? A Linda? murderer. A murderer with a blood splatter. I had look. a blood. I had blood splattered all over me, and I had a uh, meat cleaver. Mm. Trying something new. Trying something new. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, I did. I did a big show. Oh. I did um, Rihanna unfaithful. As a murderer, yeah, I took, the, I, I took the lyrics ingeniously, if I must say so myself. <laughs> it's gonna have to be you. You don't. <laughs> you, I was just gonna say you don't have to say that. You could have other people say it. I have to say, <laughs> yeah, you have to. It was genius. Oh, um, we had what uh, boy dead on the ground. I had Hunter James, world famous, world porn, famous porn, porn star. star. Wow, um, laying that was my favorite part. Dead, dead on the ground. <laughs> And um, HX Go Go Boy of the Year, Brandon, mm. in a chair, nearly dead. Nearly dead. And, and he was had, very believable. And Eddie and Blue Ke- world famous porn star Blue Kennedy. Wow, were, you're, all your backup boys were huge international porn stars. I know. And Eddie. <laughs> and Eddie. Um, held up. The, be- the least believable police officer with a, holding you at gunpoint because he was shirtless with a hockey mask with a on. Ho- <laughs> with a hockey mask on. Pointing at, and they were like my SWAT team pointing guns at me and things. Mm-hmm. And I had the meat cleaver and I did the song very dramatically. I want to be a murderer. It was good. It was good. And Erica Aviance was a robot. She, she played a sexy robot. And she did um, the junior remix of Check On It. Check On It, Check On It, Check On It. And then they sped it up at the yeah. end so that she, was, went crazy. she went crazy robot. It was a delight. Crunk mm-hmm. was Latin, crunk. Latin transsexual pop sensation La Prohibita. Gracias, mi amigo. <laughs> so, um, get into your look. Get into your look. Give us the whole look. Tell us the story about the wig. Okay. <laughs> the wig was a journey. First of all, uh, Michael from the show, from the Big from the Big Ace Cat Show. Shout out to Michael um, who did our makeup. Yeah, that was supposed to be my wig, but he bailed and didn't do that for me. So I ended up having to. So it was a, n- a reverse shout out. No shout out to him. <laughs> it was a shout in. It was a shout in. Yes, <laughs> a scolding maybe. A scolding, lovely. Uh, so I ended up sewing three wigs together. It's been in about five hours, literally wow. teasing it, spraying it, doing creating dark roots, creating dark roots. It was a journey <laughs> to get that wig. Together. You were very faithful to your I subject matter. It was faithful. dead on. It was dead it, on. You, I thought you were La Prohibita. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. It looked. I mean, it was. Might have even been bigger. 
actually. It was, it was very special. <laughs> it kind of looked like, welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was the wig, and then the makeup was, of course, like, that was a cinch. Flawless. That's a cinch. Yeah. It looked like an airbrush portrait. It was gorgeous. And you also did our, our, our podcast friend Wills up as Jerry Blank. Yes. He looked Frenemy. exactly like Jerry Blank. Frenemy? He's, he's yeah. Crunk's your personal frenemy, frenemy but yeah. he's our friend. <laughs> your, your best friend and most hated enemy in the world, <laughs> Wills. Kind of uh, like all Crunk's friends. Crunk would be like, I hate Wills. I hang out with him. He's so boring. Everything sucks. But I'm going to go have dinner with him right now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wills is so boring. I'm with him right now. <laughs> I like how I'm more lean. Well, <laughs> you're a little you're a little bit like Lily. You like to read. I do like to magazines. Read. I do. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, Martine, what were you for Halloween? Well, Crystal, as everyone knows, was Britney Spears, uh-huh. and she actually pulled that costume together. She, she pulled pictures. it off. She pulled it off. Um, yeah, I'll put pictures on uh, the photo gallery on GayPimp.com. Awesome. She had two babies, and she gave them wine, juice boxes, and cigarettes. Mm. And then she was carrying them around with her, and she had a big pregnant belly that said, oops, I did it again. Wow. wow. That's a high now, high ready for level. ready? No, you don't understand high concept <laughs> till you hear about what Martine was. Right. So then. This is, you're going to be unamused. No, no. Oh. he kept it straight this Halloween. Yeah. I kept it in I was in the bowels of Brooklyn for Halloween. So Crystal went as Britney Spears, and so I went at, as Arthur Schwartzworth, Child Protective Services agent. So, you are so straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a nerd. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah, I can't wait. Arthur Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> you are catching Lady Crunk in rare form today, everyone. Get into it. So Arthur Schwartzworth was dead, but he didn't know it. And the reason he died was because he was such a bad Child Protective Services agent that he was killed by the ghost of a child that he failed to protect. Mm. And his curse was to walk the earth protecting Britney Spears' children. <laughs> that is sad. Linda just left the studio. And she's leaving the studio. <laughs> That is so stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. Oh there's, there's more. Ba- you know how on this show usually everyone's talking over each other? That everyone was dead silent. That boring, hideous story. Keep going, Martine. Keep Let's, see, going. Let's see what if you nap. can. If you <laughs> so, and then on the back of his sports blazer, there was CPS for Child Protective Services, written in infant blood that never dry. Crickets. That was Crickets. so stupid. So you know what? If that if if Britney Spears' child protective service agent was a ghost, it would explain a lot of things. Because he's like, hand me the baby, Britney. Because he can't dust it because he's just, a ghost. Just drop right to the ground. Don't worry, Britney. I got the baby sitting on my lap in the car. No, he only can see him because he's a ghost. Wow. The paparazzi just doesn't understand. That's why Britney can see him. Photos. She's like... Brought- She's like, hey, no, it's okay. Arthur Schwartzworth is here. Hold on. <laughs> now, look, you hold the baby. I got my drama juice. <laughs> Why? I, I don't 
understand, y'all. Arthur Schwartzworth was there. I got two babies. I gotta have two Jamba Juices. I'll just leave them on the counter, those kids. Arthur, you get them kids. Brittany leaves baby in the middle of public. I could just the picture Martine at this party and someone saying, oh, what are you supposed to be? And, and I would explain the entire thing. Tribe, and they're like looking for their friends, like save them from the conversation. No, no. <laughs> like, oh, I got to go over there. It, it wasn't th- it and wasn't they walk five feet away and just look at the wall. And stare at the wall back to me. I thought he said he was talking to his friend. They're like, I am. My friend's dead. He doesn't know it. I'm talking to him right now. Oh, God. Whoops. Oh. Uh, Oh. You know what I imagined for that? We were watching the um, the New York One coverage of the Halloween parade, and there was this one costume that was really good. And this oh, guy went good. as a reclining chair, like a big stuffed chair. Like he took all these pieces of chairs, and they were like one like the recliner hung down on his legs, and then his lap was the seat, and his face was like blended into this pillow somehow, or it really looked like a chair. Amazingly, and then he had a chair on his butt, so that when he sat down, he formed a chair. <laughs> and I was imagining Crunk talking to him, and be like, "Oh, there's a hey, there's that." guy from the Halloween parade. I'm going to go talk to him about his costume. But it's just a chair in the corner. He's pretending all night every time you come by to talk to this chair. I think I'm going to use that excuse. That's good. Non-Halloween. Here's that guy again. There's that guy. What were you for Halloween, Pom Pom? I was a play on words. Um, I wasn't the only one keeping it high No, no, no. Um, Are you sure you're not related to Martine, Pom Pom? um, Somebody took all my tinfoil because I was going to be a baked potato, so I put a pot on my head and said I was a pothead. (laughs) You know what? I saw someone on the train with a big pot on their head, too. Sorry, Pom Pom. You weren't original. (laughs) I saw saw someone on the train. It didn't occur to me that at all. I I was with Johnny, and I was like, look, that guy's just wearing a pot on his head. (laughs) So a lot of people probably thought your your costume was lame. (laughs) <laughs> a, lot of shady. A, lot of my, a lot of people saw my costume immediately asked me for weed afterwards so it was kind of worth it well they came to the right place <laughs> yeah pom pom druggy druggy drug oh addict i'm out of here i don't like that mm, sorry to offend Kronk, offended by everything <laughs> um, who else do we know did fun things on halloween what was eric torivance was a man on the on real on the real night. halloween she showed up as a man whoa to mr black and um she had on these like sideburns and like a uh, like jeans and a cowboy type shirt on and a and a hat with her hair underneath it and no one knew who she was. <laughs> and she'd go up to me and be like, "Hey, what's up?" And it took a second for me even. I was like, in my I turned away and I was like, "Who?" She looked like a Fatima. It, yeah, she did look like a Fatima, <laughs> a female to man. It really goes to show how womanly Erica Tor Aviance is when she's a man who can dress up as a man for Halloween and no one will know who she is. <laughs> What are you going to be? I'm going to be a man. Great idea. I'm a man for Halloween. Well, somebody was saying, like, well, I always think Erica looks like a woman because she's got, you know, pumps on and paints her face up and everything. But then, like, when you see her with sideburns, she looks like a woman dressed as a man. (laughs) (laughs) So she just has that natural inner woman. Mm -hmm. It's an aura. Let's see. Uh, uh, Luke from Mr. Black was Miranda Priestley. Yes, that was awesome. And it was actually a great costume, but I, when I was at Mr. Black for the Halloween party they had on Tuesday, I was like, who are you, sexy stewardess? And he was like, no, Miranda Priestley. He proceeded to throw his coat on me and throw his bag at me just like Miranda Priestley. And then I said, aha, 
I know who you are now. Uh-huh. Sorry, Miss <laughs> Priestley. That's the worst when you yeah. dress up as a specific person and you're like, "Guess who I am?" and you think everyone's going to know who you are and no one does. It was pretty, it was good. I, if I had really had like it'd been a little minute since I saw that Miranda Priestley stuff. He needed to get the wig a little more right. He could have gotten a few things more correct if you had done his makeup. It would have been good. Boots. I thought he did a wonderful job cuz he's listening. We love him. <laughs> <laughs> he did do a wonderful job, but not so wonderful that it's like a dead ringer where you it's no question of who he is. Well, it was a lovely he was a outfit. Professional lady. I thought that as well at first. <laughs> Which I mean that she, she is. is a professional lady. She I is a professional know. lady. It was in the right direction. I just didn't know which professional lady. Mm-hmm. And then she threw her coat at you, and you figured it out. <laughs> no, she was at that point. A lot of people had got it wrong. She was just pouting. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there were some other fun costumes. Stuart there. looked like his real. Alter ego. I know. (laughs) Who's a a vampire who runs Mr. Black was dressed at, what was it exactly? I don't know, like some satanic priest. It was some satanic priest thing that was stolen from a museum. Oh, no, he said, he told told the moose, I stole it from the Vatican. (laughs) Stole it from Vatican City. And moose is like, yeah, Stuart actually stole his costume <laughs> from the Vatican. <laughs> I think he did. No, that. he did. He did. He, he stole, did. It. He stole he it. it. He stole it. He stole it. <laughs> from the Vatican. They have horrible security at the Vatican. I know. Anyone can just waltz in, shake hands with the Pope, and steal a uniform. Knock him on the head and steal that uniform. <laughs> the old knock him on the head in Vatican City and steal that uniform trick. Mm-hmm. Also at the park, Bootloose King. Bootloose was there. <laughs> um, but you World know what? famous Bootloose. This time, I really have got to say I was amused by Bootlos. He turned it. Because <laughs> Bootlos called me up and said, Johnny, I'm coming to the park. And now look, I could either be kind of sexy workout black man with an afro or church clown. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something that I named him some long time ago when he was acting real stupid and doing like a clapping in church type of number. But he remembered it. And he was like, I was like, of course, there's no question. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be church clown. <laughs> so came up. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Bootloose came and he was dressed in a crazy (laughs) afro wig (laughs) with makeup on, but still a mustache and goatee (laughs) and five o'clock shadow. And a weird, what was the material of that jumpsuit? Um, What would you call that? (laughs) I would call that a. a, uh, a poly silk blend, a chintz, <laughs> perhaps a chintz. A chintz. chintz. A, um, what is a a muted lame chintz? A muted lame chintz <laughs> jumpsuit with well, a big sash. It wasn't exactly the pants were more like culotte. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a a culotte jumpsuit. <laughs> it was a couple pieces. It was all from the same collection. Yes, <laughs> the same well, Boston the collection, cl- the church clown collection, the church clown collection available at all fine stores but and it, bodegas. But it did have like a tool, like ruffle collar. Oh, like the collar was ruffle, over. A ruffle collar, and then he had a sash on, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought him a pair of red pumps to wear with the maroon, with outfit. the maroon outfit, <laughs> which was kind of gorgeous. Because what do you think, red clown feet? <laughs> it was so busted, but. He would just start doing this happy church clown dance, happy church clown dance, this church clown and dance. He, all that referred to himself as church clown, which was fun. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, Mama, I'd be like, I'd be like, 
Boots, can you? Oh, sorry. Bootlose, can you go get me a, a cocktail? And he'd be for bringing you those shoes, and he'd be like, "Yes, mom, a church clown go get you that cocktail." <laughs> We'd be like, uh, "Where's church clown? Church clown, come over here." Uh-huh. Church clown, ho- dance for the lady. <laughs> I was hoping to form a Destiny's Child style supergroup with La Prohibita, Jerry Blank, and Church Clown. Church Clown is the Michelle of the group. Oh, clearly. Clearly the Michelle. I was thinking of the Beyonce. You were the Beyonce. Now, after the park, La Prohibita had a pit of a difficult evening. Would you like to expound upon that, Crunk? Um, <laughs> well, then we went to Mr. Black uh-huh. after that. And I had all my stuff, my makeup that I'd done year up in, and um, like some of the go-go boys. Well, I don't even know if I ever did it, but I brought it. And uh change of clothes and all that conflamin. My cell phone, my wallet, everything. My keys were all in this bag. Go to Mr. Black and... It, I don't I got a little Coco Aviance <laughs> and decided that I had to leave. I've got to go. Junior called and you had to go. leave the club? I think Junior did call in my mind. The I voices remember. told me. I was standing next to you and you said, okay, girl, I'm going home. All of a sudden, I don't know, we were like, Woo! I'm going home. And I was like, what? And pumps that I couldn't walk in. And I jump out and jump in a cab. I don't have any money to pay the <laughs> I don't have my keys to get to the apartment. I don't have a phone to call anybody. To You're call dressed them. as La Prohibita. Yeah. That should be worth a couple bucks. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I get home. And, uh, How'd you first, get out of the first cab? First, you jumped out of the cab and tried to hide, dressed <laughs> as, you did. as in a purple a purple jacket with shoulder pads, a blue belt, um, purple stirrup pants, blue pumps, and a six-foot-tall blonde wig with black roots. You tried to hide. <laughs> you did? In a bodega. <laughs> if I stand behind the peas, If I stand no behind the pineapples, no one will be able to see me. So the driver chased you into a bodega. Come pay the bill. La prohibita. Pay the bill. He probably thought you were the real la prohibita. He let it go. He let it slide. He said, you're too sexy. You're too sexy. (laughs) So then I hobbled home. And uh, when I got to my door, I realized... Oh, yeah, I don't have keys either. <laughs> so you're hanging out in the corner, dressed as Slappy Hebe. Well, at this point, I kick off my pumps, and I'm walking around barefoot. On the sidewalk. <laughs> on the sidewalk, and I tuck the wig under my arm at the football. On juices and berries. <laughs> on juices and berries, boots. and Boots back. Boots back. And um, so, <laughs> so um, I see... Um, I'm trying to jimmy the door open. I'm trying, and then I see a locksmith card. I'm like a little paper business card. I'm like, well, maybe I can jimmy the door open <laughs> <laughs> with the locksmith card. That didn't work. And then I'm thank like, goodness. Well, well, let me call this locksmith and see what I do. So I walk to a payphone, try to call them collect. <laughs> 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 they didn't take my call. And, um, <laughs> So then I get. So I'm asking people on the street, and like, can you can you give me a quarter? Or like, call this locksmith for me with your cell phone. So this one guy calls the locksmith for me, but then they never showed up. And this someone, finally, someone walked out of my building, and I walked into it. So then I go up to my apartment door, and I can't get in that door either because it's locked. <laughs> <laughs> I bet this never happens to La Prohibida. Well, maybe I don't know. But, the um, early years. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm trying to jimmy that open, and I'm exhausted because I didn't go to bed on Saturday night, and we just pushed on through. I had a reu- reunion with little Goldie from the original, from the original Gay original- Street Gang, the Thongs. Boots, boots. <laughs> <laughs> the original Thong member was back. We had a little reunion, and um, so we didn't go to bed on Saturday night. So I was pushing on through. I was so shameful, exhausted. and. Um, because you went to Starbucks and drank lattes and talked. Yes, all night That's long. right. That's what a good boy does. And so, I'm so exhausted. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to sleep in the stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> so, you took your so, beautiful wig. I took my beautiful wig, walked to the top of the stairs so no one would see me mm-hmm. at the top right next to where the smart. roof is. The most beautiful homeless woman in the world. <laughs> and I balled up that huge, humongous wig and used it as a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then the super came up and was looking at me, and I was like, I got locked out. You're lucky you didn't get raped. <laughs> Imagine the suit you wake up to the super raping Fucking you in the you stairwell in the to, the, to the roof. Where's that pussy? Where's that pussy? <laughs> Where's that he pussy? He touched the kitty, girl. He touched the kitty. That's a sore subject. I don't really want to talk about that. But I'm bum girl. And it sore. sure is a sore subject. Slow. Slow comedy you can see Crunk with Joni McGovern and Kevin Aviance in the Catskills. <laughs> um, but so he just kind of stared at me. And then I was like, finally, he went away. And I just put my head back down. And <laughs> he didn't try to help you get into your no, apartment or anything. of course not. Because no. the super can't do that. He speak English, really. Just you should have just saying Gomo Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the super woke you up and was like, Prohibita. Prohibita. You're here. You're here. I love you. Gomo Flash. That would be so fierce. But alas, he's not that hip. <laughs> he's uh, not from Barcelona. You're no, super. No, he's not. He's a little more south of the border. Mm. Um, but anyway, so. I go back. I try to go back to sleep, and then the elevator opens, and it's little Goldie, and he's good morning. How are you doing? What's up? He wanted to stay with me because he just got in the boot from some guy that we all know. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to mention. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that's. I'll tell you all later that story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shameful. So. Um, I'm like we can't get um, we can't get in because I don't have my keys. For some reason, in some kind of mix up, I don't know why I would have had my keys out to give to him, but he had my keys. <laughs> wow, that was lucky. That I was think really- I have them. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! So Go. he had my keys and we got in and and poor little La Prohibida was homeless no more. Yeah, and then I. Had a real pillow to sleep on. Oh. Just that busted white wig. You need really a sack rough. of hay. <laughs> I had a sack of hay to sleep on. Finally. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough, rough situation for a minute there. Well, that was certainly spilling the tea. No O's, honey. Oh, poor little Crunky, you suffered so much that I think, in your honor. I'm going to play a song by your spiritual mother, La Prohibita, with Como Flash Electrico. Una explosión, pierdo la cabeza, me he vuelto de neón. Conspiración. Date media vuelta, muéstrame tu ambición. 
contradicción Yo no sé perder sin ganar y tener Nada más que ver Resignación, no te has dado cuenta Pero aquí mando yo Algo fugaz Y un tanto artificial Como un flash Eléctrico que te puede matar Interacción, pero no tan cerca Ya sé decir que no Satisfacción, eso yo ni muerta Son las está mejor Dime qué hay que hacer para dar y no ser parte y cambia en juez Dislocación, ábreme la puerta, déjame ser quien soy Algo jugar y un tanto artificial como un flash eléctrico que te puede matar How do you like that? I like that. Wow, like, wow. I would add to that Yowza. Mm. And Shoobity Doo. <laughs> Shoobity Doo, my little Scooby Big Shoobity Doobies. <laughs> so it's that time again when um, all them celebs come to tell us what's up. Hey, celebs, what's going on? Guess who's gay? Guess who's gay? Guess who's gay? Guess who's gay? Whitney Houston. Who's? Nope. Guess who? Uh, Tom Cruise. Guess who? Uh, Penelope Cruz. Guess who? Rosie O'Donnell? You knew that one. Oh, <laughs> You're cheating. You're oh, just cheating. You already knew. Old Doogie Howser MD. Doogie Howser MD. Dun, 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 dun. Hooray for Doogie Howser MD, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. It was. I mentioned Wait. the Doogie Howser, but it, came, I was, I just, it came out Mario Brothers. You know Doogie Howser from... Uh, <laughs> what's Doogie Howser's theme? 
Um, I don't it know. Sounded I think it sounded a little bit. It was like. No. That's not that at all. That sounds like like Jessica Fletcher. That's Murder She Wrote. I always get that. How do you get. First of all, Doogie Mario from Doogie Hauser. And then Jessica Fletcher. Though, you know what? Now that Neil Patrick Harris, who is who it is, came he's, out as gay. He's singing a new theme song. He has a new mm-hmm. show with Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> and they solve gay crimes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be gorgeous? <laughs> they actually have that show already with old what's-his-name. So, Neil Patrick Harris is homo. Hooray. Not that we didn't know that from seeing him uh, bicycle around Chelsea in a tight tank top with his yeah. lover, Broadway star so-and-so. He's Who's the Broadway star pom-pom? Too. His boyfriend? Uh, uh, David Burka, I think. David Burka. I don't know who that what, is, he but was, he's sexy, too. There's pictures on Perez. Uh, was it like the class or something? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. On Broadway, Neil Patrick Harris was just oh, in assass- something. Assassins or Tick, Tick, Boom. Tick, Tick, Boom. Ooh. Is that Kim Marie's? Tick, Tick, Boom. No. It really was meant to be, you know, jizz, jizz, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't want to, they didn't want to say that. Too that obvious. sounded too obvious. Yeah, they'll just figure it out right away. Jizz, jizz, shoot. Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> um, wow. So he's a big homo, and that's he's a good one to come out. Neil, welcome wow. to the club of honesty and openness with you're, your fellow uh, man. You're welcoming people to the club of gay now, Martin? No, not who the, the hell are not you? Not to the club of gay, just being, you know, living your life in an honest fashion. Well, he was, he's had a long-term boyfriend club. who's a homo. <laughs> he wasn't really hiding it too well. No. He just didn't say it. He was another one like Lance Bass. No one was like, oh, my God. What a shock. Just because you've been hanging around that gay Broadway actor for years. I never thought you were a homosexual. I had no idea by your your bicycle built for two. By your, <laughs> since they've been riding around Chelsea on a bicycle built for two. I love your bicycle built for two. Um, so that's uh, fun. Welcome. Also, you know who, who Perez says is gay? Old Wentworth Miller from Prison Break. Old sexy. Perez says everyone's gay, though, but I believe it. dot <laughs> <laughs> com. Everyone's gay today. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Though Sophia Lamar will later tell us that's not the case. Yes. She's going to read us later in the show. Mm-hmm. Well, Pretty much oftentimes she comes out against things that we are pro. Well, that's fine. That's her job. You know what? Uh-huh. I'm pro. Whitney Houston, come back. Yeah. yeah. Or as baby little John would say, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Whitney. So Whitney Houston, Martine, made a big fabulous. comeback. Because the last time she was out with Clive Davis on her pre-comeback, mm-hmm. she looked puffy. And tired, but better, that's but not, not on good. crack. She had gained a little weight. Well, that's now good. she's lost a little. They put her in a super strong girdle, and all the tabs are touting Whitney's comeback. She, she got a good wig. She got a, a re, She finally, someone she, was like, Whitney, half the problem is your wigs look busted. <laughs> and so now she, you know, now she got a good wig. She got a Ken Pavez wig. She Maybe. probably got the Jess Simpson gorgeous line wig. <laughs> So I love ha, Jessica <laughs> Simpson. Oh, head to the yeah when Jessica's involved. Um, when he used to hail big, to the yeah, hell to the yeah. Her new, she's turning life around. She's turning now. She's new philosophy. Hell to the yeah, hell to the yeah. You can change a lot with a new catchphrase. That would be her a big hit single. Hell to the yeah, hell to the yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> back. Hell to the yeah. <laughs> 
that's, the way. <laughs> that's her laughing. She's, <laughs> she's happy about life. <laughs> um, I do love the Whitney Houston comeback. Didn't sing a note. But she was like, thank you, everyone, instead of like, get away from me. Thank you. Fuck you. Why are you peeping me? Why, Why are you peeping me? me? Why are you looking at me? She was like, now she's like, hello, everyone. Why are you looking at me? Hello. I love when you look at me. Well, you know what? If you actually go back in time, though, what you're looking at was a really crap single. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Oh, it was when Bobby produced it. That was half the problem. Oh. And it was like. While y'all peeping me when you don't even like me. When did that come out? Why you peeping me? When did that come out? 2003? It was right before before that Love Whitney album. And it was a real bomber Rooney. Why you looking at me? Why you mad at me? But I'm still going. It was real Coco Aviance paranoid. Yeah. It was. And, um. <laughs> That's who's been watching Coco, Whitney Houston songwriters. <laughs> um, so th- that was a terrible song. But I would like to give you a YouTube tip. A really good video is the video for that song. It's all these little the black kids done up in old school reporters, old school reporter side with the flashbulbs. Really? She looks gorgeous. It really was a great video. The, the, remix remix is gorgeous. the remix is better. Gorgeous. She looks gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it's so, so nice that she's putting on extra pounds too. I never thought I'd see the day where Whitney's like, "Oh, she's a little overweight." Like, what? Well, Are you kidding? She, 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 she lost the she lost the padding. <laughs> she lost the padding this time. She's gone. She she lost a little bit from the last time. Well, we saw I have her. screw that all. I have even more important news. I know. I heard there's very big plastic surgery news. Mm. What is it, Lindy? News. <laughs> what is the headline scream? <laughs> oh my God! She finally had them lifted. Demi's knees. Yay! <laughs> the, the, the title on this thing actually says OMG. OMG. She finally had them lifted. Wow. Demi Moore. They have these this horrible sad picture because apparently when she got everything else done. Forgot the Originally, knees? she thought these knees are going to be around forever. <laughs> They're fine. I'm going to have beautiful knees forever. And then right after she got everything else done, all lipped and sucked and tucked, all the fat went right to the knees. Oh, it they, really did. Her knees are revolting. They, <laughs> they made they, me throw up in my mouth. They're extremely disgusting knees. <laughs> they they the read an one. article a couple months back in the Star saying, "To me, please get your knees lifted." <laughs> So she took their advice, and they look gorgeous. Now she got them done, and let me tell you, they look beautiful. (laughs) Then on the next page, what do they say, Linda? Oh, and they say, whose younger knees inspired me to lift hers? (laughs) Next two-page article. (laughs) Lindsay Lohan! Is is Lindsay copying to me to get Ashton? And there's a picture of them with both black straight hair. Imagine if that was the case, though. Lindsay, oh, Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan became BFF with rumor Willis dyed her hair black, started living with them, with the, <laughs> the Kutcher Moors, because she's like, my mom can't take care of me. She lets me do coke. And to me, he's like, oh, come stay with me, beautiful flower. And they go out on the ranch, and then mm-hmm. Lindsay dyes her hair black. Single white female Single style. white female.
uh, and, and then she tries she, like, to kill Demi. And she goes to give Ashton a blowjob at night, and he, he looks just like her. So he's like, oh, oh, oh. And then she looks at him, and she's like, it's me. Wait, wait, wait. She goes into she goes into Scout Willis's room while she's sleeping and and starts stroking her head. And, and says, breastfeeding I'll her. I'll be your mommy soon. <laughs> She needed to be fed. I thought I would just breastfeed her. And she's sucking down Jack Daniels, trying to, trying to breastfeed Scout Willis. Scout's like, it just tastes like cigarette ashes. Shut up. I'm your mommy now. Look at my youthful knees. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's the article. It's like, did, did Demi, Demi be inspired by Lindsay's knees? She was so envious of her knees. Because Quite she's possibly. walking around the house in a, in a wife beater, no panties on, trying to steal her man. <laughs> oh, Lindsay Lohan is your sassy adopted child. <laughs> I kept the fire crotch. <laughs> no die job here. That's revolting. I wonder if Demi's going to get, like, in 10 more years, her ankles are going to be really saggy, and they're going to have to move down to the ankles. Oh, she's having it all done again in another 10, bro. You think so? She's she gets it all done. Ten, done. Every t- she does a string on top of her head. They pull <laughs> every 10 months. They just get it's it a little all. tighter. Wow. Mm. Um, so, Ryan Philippi... Cheated on old Reese, apparently. Allegedly. Allegedly cheated on Reese. So they've divorced. Whoops. And they're you know legally what? separated. Oh, they're, they're legally separated. I can, what I say is good riddance. I think Reese Weatherspoon seemed like she'd be a real bitch oh, to Oh, I'm sure with. she was a real cold puntanta. Yeah, she seemed like she's always, I'm a type A personality and I have things in my order. And like, oh, Ryan Phillippe was caught by the paparazzi smoking weed in the parking lot one time. Mm-hmm. He's a chill fellow. Yes. She is probably a real bitch. And weird looking. If you ask me. You think she's I weird think looking? She's I think she's adorable. I think she, her chin is just, is is really over the top. How hmm. dare you? Well, Ryan Phillippe is uh, shirtless on the cover Her of the interview. Her chin is huge, though, now that I look at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do, now that you mention it, it's big. It is big. It's yeah. like maybe a, that's it's what like it a, was. He was like, like, can you just ball. fucking cover your chin? <laughs> it's like For God's ball. fucking sake, all I see is fucking chin. Chin, chin, chin. Why don't you marry Jay Leno? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have giant I, chin baby. He's on the cover of Interview, shirtless, and still looks like he's fucking 18. He made a deal with the devil, I think. Well, you know what that means? It means he's going to be A-OK after he dumps Reese. Um, He's OK now because there's Oscar he, talk. There is Oscar talk. He's going to land on his feet, that that old Ryan Phillippe. Now, uh, Mariah's in, huge. Oh, my yes. God. OK, you need to pick up the this week's of Life and Style issue, the November 13th issue of it, because there's an article, a very a subtle read. A Look subtle who read? has curves, because it's, too, it's seemingly mm. positive. Look who has curves. Previously, stick-thin stars are kicking their strict diets to the curb. These A-listers are leading the transition toward healthier bods. So that's what they're, they're trying to be, pretend they're being nice. But then, well, then they show. But first they, don't they show very hard. First they show Lindsay, <laughs> and they say Lindsay's not pin thin anymore. And then they show a picture of her now, supposedly twenty five pounds heavier, which is, I think, a bit of a stretch. But her her thighs look big. Her thighs look like thunder. Look, th- <laughs> <laughs> who's coming? What's going on? It's Lindsay's thighs. I see them. <laughs> What's that noise? 
Lindsay Lohan's two towns over. Her thighs are rubbing together. <laughs> How cruel. Oh, she's going to... If she, I hope she doesn't listen to this show and spark up her eating disorder. Oh, that would be a real disaster. Oh. And most of the other people in the article have just, like, gained five pounds and still look really extremely thin. Except for Mariah, who gained 55. And then Mariah. Okay, Mariah, the, the picture, May, 138 pounds. And she's when she really went on the super diet or took some Glenn, I don't know which one. She Glenn. she looks real good. She's thin. Her she has tight abs. She doesn't nor- look as hippie as normal. And then they show her now at one seventy. And girl, oh my god, it is the cruelest photo it's, in it's, the world. You know what's the wrong thing about it? What that that roll on her it's the back. back rolls because it's like she's she's smuggling a loaf of bread under her bra strap <laughs> she is wearing this <laughs> this later black half top sparkly that just comes over her gigantic fake boobs and then she's just wearing low cut jeans with her ass looking real big and having a pooch of the ass coming out and then above imagine the curve an ass pooch leading to a lower back flab and then a deep roll and then another roll coming off the other roll in the bra real tight going into the skin. It's the over-the-shoulder boulder holders. Oh, my God. Making she the back roll. looks so Ugh. chunk. It's really... Like, girl, put a long shirt on. No one would have noticed. <laughs> yeah, she, that's it's amazing. She's basically just in a bra and low-cut jeans. No one is telling her, girl, yeah. you look fat again. <laughs> and you know what? If you're a super celebrity, you need someone around. Mm-hmm. If you are wearing old clothes... And you're not that thin no more. You got to have somebody to say, girl, you ain't that thin no more, Mariah. Get a duster. Or do something. Just put a piece of fabric over it. I recommend crunk. Rich people out there, hire crunk. Imagine. And he'll just hang out with you and he'll be like, you look fat today. Oh, God. And then you'll put on a regular shirt instead of a belly bra thing. You know what would be a good job for Crunk? The the headmistress at the Rachel Zoe camp for girls. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Why do you think Lindsay's been... I mean, why do you think Nicole's lost so much weight? She's been hanging with Crunk. Hanging with Crunk. (laughs) And she's still... She's scary skin, and he's like... Fatty, fatty, two by four. <laughs> get through the bedroom door. And she's like, oh, God. Oh, maybe, maybe I won't have this cracker. It was too heavy anyway. Speaking of Nicole. Speaking of the heavenly angel, soon to be, Nicole Richie. <laughs> uh, she's really a death she's door, a y'all. Death door. The poor thing. I love her. But I mean, I get it. You're skinny. You're skinny, Nicole. But it's like, okay, so... Why is she so thin, though, Martine? No one can... No, no one, one can knows. say. No one can say. No one knows. Not her accountant. No. Not her gastrointestinalologist. No. No one knows. Nobody. Paris doesn't know. Does Lionel know? No. Lionel, Lionel doesn't, doesn't know, know, but he threatened to cut her off. If she if doesn't she figure it out. figure it out. <laughs> I, look, I'm not going to help you, but if you don't figure it out, lady, once, <laughs> twice, three times, you'll be cut off. How'd you like that Lionel Richie Anna, reference? I'm going for Anna the kids. Anorexic girl. <laughs> Like ballerina girl. That's good. Nice one, Linda. <laughs> Thank you. You're tuneful. Wait, 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 I know. I know. I've never heard ballerina girl. Oh, so. oh what a feeling. I'm throwing up on the ceiling. <laughs> That's how it's done, Linda James. <laughs> Thank you. First hear the song at least once. I know. <laughs> I know. 
Um, so Nicole so supposedly she was out, checked. She, she checked herself into into not rehab. Non rehab, of course, right. not rehab. Voluntary just a, rehab. No, not rehab at all. She just needed some help. It's just she went to, to figure a, out a you know place what I call unnamed. That? The good news can The good news. Um, what is what? You, the good news clinic. The good news clinic. Good news You're thin. Said. For no reason. <laughs> you're going to love it. You're going to love it. We found out that you're just naturally deathly thin. Wow. Wow. That's great. Wow. I feel dizzy. Nicole, what? Nicole. Oh. So wait, listen. Nicole, we're going to give you a dramatic reenactment because Nicole went to a... was like, I'm Henry Hepis. Place is boring. I want to go party. <laughs> So she left the, oh my God. the confines was, of the rehab facility. I read, a, I read a headline about it and it was like, um, Nicole Richie leaves rehab because she's hungry to shop. <laughs> <laughs> so she went on a big starving shopping spree. She and can then, barely walk. She had eaten for two days, and according so here to sources. There, Nicole pulls up to the club. Nicole! 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 Right this way, Nicole! Right this way, Nicole! Hello, Mr. Jenner! Nicole, we're gonna go in back and like have some drinks and party. You want to come? Hey, Nicole, I, I want to buy you this vodka. You look really cool and good and stuff, okay. and look really healthy. Bring it on, bring the bottle. Hey, Nicole, it's me, Paris. Let's party. Yeah, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's some. Have some more vodka, okay. Nicole. I want go, go, go. Here, have some more vodka, Nicole. What's going on with Nicole? Hey, Nicole, have some more vodka. Okay. What? Watch out! Somebody ah! catch her! She's falling over. Oh, my God. Oh. She's now on the floor. Almost she's broken. Quick, get her out the back. Brody, I'm come over okay. here, dude. I'm oh, my God. Nicole, get you out of your I new mansion. Drive. No, oh, Nicole, you can't drive. No, Nicole, you can't drive. Oh. Oh, no, the paparazzi are here. Fuck Nicole, you. Nicole, Nicole. Fuck you. Fuck you, guys. Meanwhile, in the same parking lot, Lindsay Lohan's in her car being like, they were following me. They're following. They're following me. Do you hear about that? Yeah, when she was all coke. I love it because she's like having a coke paranoia fit clearly in her car. Because they're like, after a night of partying at 6.45 in the morning, Lindsay Lohan had to pull over because she thought people were following her. And she called people. <laughs> they're following me. Now, I'm sure there were some people following her, but she was all coked out of her head and got more freaked than usual. And also, you know, doesn't she get sleepy? She's working a lot. She's out every night. Even we take a break. Sometimes. I heard that she does crystal meth. Oh, I did hear that too, allegedly. Mm. I heard that from a very reliable source. That that would we knew it. that someone knew her crystal meth dealer. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Say no to crystal meth. Of course, yeah. we're running with somebody that knows Lindsay Lohan's meth dealer. <laughs> Two degrees! <laughs> Two degrees from Lindsay. Oh. Um, this week, you can also find your favorites in this uh, this month's issue of Genre. Magazine. Oh, it's my favorite story of the week. It's a delightful story. Our friend Matt Bell, who's actually no longer at Genre, he's now oh, with the glamorous Mal Publicity. Man. He's really, they are a very fancy fashion publicity company. And he wrote in for his farewell issue, he used to write with a new, the United States of sound from east to west. Gays make music as diverse as the color of the rainbow. And let me tell you, New York City, who's the sound of New York City, do you think, Martine? Me! Linda James and also everyone else on the East Village mixtape. 
K-Pimp, Johnny McGovern, and Gang is the official. It's the official answer. <laughs> Thanks, Linda. You knew that answer, too. <laughs> Thanks for sidetracking me, Linda. Yeah, I great got job. excited. There is a lovely picture of me and Linda with our new dudes next to us. And uh, they do get the name of the mixtape on. They call the East Village Remix. Someone can't read. Matt Bell. I love you, though. Um, so check that out. You can see us in that issue. And the man on the cover. What the effing A. There's this, you really are going to want to go get this cover. I mean, there are a lot of cute guys on the cover. This guy's a genetic freak. He's so sexy. What the? How does it, how does it become that lean? Clem. Clem. He's on Clem, too. Horse pills. Everybody's on Clem, but you kids shouldn't do it. Martin's Not till at least now. we find we get a we get a, a delicious a little like someone to test it out. I think Crunk might get some. <laughs> I don't know why he'd die from it. Probably give it to Crunk. He'll try anything. He dies all the time. Yeah, that's true. That's why he's a reliable test subject. If you give him something that's totally poisonous, and he dies no for real, no, and he dies for real, take that off the market. Yep, exactly. Because then you know. Not That's safe. bad. If Grunk really dies, mm-hmm. he's got about five lives left. Everybody's got a big cock, apparently. There's been some lovely celeb feuds of the week, as reported in Us Magazine. First of all, as we reported to you before, Elizabeth Hasselbeck versus SVU. Yes, I'm ahead of the curve, everyone. Where uh, she phoned the executive and they said he, he said he was sorry, but he hung up on her. She was apologized to, but only half-heartedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, sorry, it was the mix-up, Miss Hathenbeck. <laughs> That's funny. Fuck her. Booyah! That's what you get for not liking gay marriage, you fucking cunt. I'd rip your throat if I could. Wow. <laughs> sorry, I feel strongly about it. Everybody hates Hasselbeck. You're she's a bitch, you're a bitch, you're a bitch, you're a bitch, you're a bitch. But I love Rosie O'Donnell. And anyone else affiliated with the view? Thank you. Uh, um, what are some other views? What oh, about what about uh, uh, the the sexiest, the sexiest, smallest of stature feud in town? Yes. Jared Leto versus Elijah Wood. Two hmm. tiny men, one big fight. So apparently, <laughs> um, apparently, Jared Leto was at the MTVU Woody Awards, a very prestigious, very prestigious awards ceremony. What's apparently. those awards for? The who? There's some the made-up awards. We don't even know what they're for. The what? He passed Elijah Wood's table, and Leto whispered something in Wood's ear and walked away. Then Wood turns to his friend. Something must have about this must have pissed Jared off, because he runs back to the table, grabs Elijah by the neck, and calls him a fucking asshole. Wow. Then Jared Leto shoved uh, Elijah Wood, and he stormed off. Luckily, no one was hurt because they're both 98 pounds. What do yeah. you think? What they're do you like, th- hey, what do you th- you're fucking asshole, dude. Hey, I'm prettier than you. That's what, it, that's what it sounded like. Wait, hey. give me silence. Give me, this is what it sounded like when Jared Leto hit Elijah Wood. <laughs> could we hear that? <laughs> you could. The sound of a finger hitting foam. <laughs> and then the other feud of the week is old Kate Moss versus Heather Mills, the ultimate one-legged bitch. <laughs> I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of Heather Mills. I think she's lying. I don't think Paul McCartney You can never trust a one-legged woman. You can't. Get a leg, first of all. Then come talk to me. Paul McCartney is an international treasure, Heather Mills. And come on, I can't... He's like, she alleges he wouldn't let her keep a bedpan in their room, forcing her to crawl with her one leg to the bathroom at night. She doesn't have to crawl with one leg. That seems very unlikely. She could have hopped... 
Paul. <laughs> Paul probably had people waiting there for when she's like, ding, ding. He probably had like a little, like a, like a, like a rolling tray. Like, a, you know, when they roll out the turkey on Thanksgiving, she just rolled on the tray. They can definitely. And then pulled herself or rode herself. Like a little <laughs> canoe on the floor that she rode herself with. They can afford a rascal. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's just really So Kate Moss stupid. hates her because she's besties with all Stella. Oh, yeah. So Kate Moss said um, she's a lying bitch, basically. Hmm. And you can trust Kate Moss's and, word is gold. And come on. <laughs> just because she's a cokehead, she's also a mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also Stella McCartney said, I fucking hate that bitch. I want to kill her. <laughs> That's what Stella McCartney sounds like. She does sound like that. Hello, I'm Stella McCartney. I'm Sean. Very fashion forward clothes. <laughs> I'll follow Paul McCartney. How you doing, everyone? Sounds a lot like George Fuck Michael. you! When George Michael says it, it's like this. Hello, I'm George Michael. You know me from my hitch faith, and I want your sex. Would you like <laughs> to have a wank? <laughs> <laughs> want to come out to my car and pass out? And maybe a chimney sweep? Hey, it's me. I'm a chimney sweep and a wanker. <laughs> Stella McCartney and Boy George duet. Imagine Paul, Stella McCartney and Boy George are found together smoking weed and masturbating in the car. <laughs> oh, shit. Stella, hit the brakes. Let's get out of here. They both, they both let's get out of here, Paul. Oh, let's go have some shepherd's pie. Or whatever. Bangers and mash. That's what Spotted they do. Dick. Let's have some sporty dick. dick. Oh. Fish and chips. I couldn't stop. Sorry. British humor. <laughs> British. British, British, British. Um, also, apparently, someone else who had a bitch fest with the whole world, Kanye West. Yeah, he's legendary. He's he was legendary at the European that. MTV Awards. Give us the lowdown. So Kanye worked on his mega, he claims, million-dollar video. I bet it was. I read about the making of it. And it's it is, a great video. It's Touch the sky. quite exciting video. So he stormed the stage after the winners were announced. Who and was the winners, him. anyway? Uh, Simeon Justice. Who's that? Some British band. Some old British band. Hello, that- we're Simeon Justice. We beat Kanye West. Fancy a wank? <laughs> <laughs> So he storms the stage, and he proceeds to tell them that I didn't see your video, but it couldn't have been better than my video because I spent a million dollars on it and had Pamela Anderson in it. Well, Pamela Anderson said it. That's quality. That's what you call the stamp of quality. That's a titty stamp, but not necessarily a stamp of quality. No. If it was the European Titty Video Awards... He probably win. He would have been the in the Hall of Fame in man. the in the Titty Hall of Fame, and that's <laughs> a place you want to be. Also in the Titty Hall of Fame, Linda James. Thank for her you. Natural Thank bosoms. you, everyone. Uh, oh, it's I an honor. Like, I'd like to accept this award. What? what? No, I have never seen your titties, but I'll tell you, my titties are way better. I spent one million dollars on my titties. Plus, I had them done by famous plastic surgeon. Boutros, Boutros, Bootlos. Bootlos did your titties? <laughs> wow, girl, you got ripped off got ripped at Bootlos off. did your titties for a million. <laughs> that, was, he, that's all, that cost $1.99. He just cut you with scissors, he, he cut vacuumed you it out, and put in two basketballs. What? <laughs> no, he he just cut you open with a cake, sl- a cake server, lifted it up, and took whatever stray trash was in the room, shoved it right in there. <laughs> You're done. You're done. <laughs> well, for the left one, I use a Dr. Pepper bottle. And, oh. Dr. Church clown, MD. <laughs> the other one very realistic because I use a bag of potato chips. Thank you, bootlos, bootlos, bootlos. <laughs> and that's gossip, folks. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
That's a terrible ending. Thanks for the sad clown ending. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Zulos oh, was an evil doctor and church clown. Great, great. Bring it downtown, why don't you? Now I'm going to go die. No, it's supposed to end like this. And that's gossip, folks. Yeah! Inspirational. What do these songs have in common? They're all totally faggoty. Yes, you can have all the faggoty hits from Gay Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern available on one amazing CD. No other CD recaptures your wonderful faggoty memories. Remember that time you were Go-Go Boy and shook your ass naked? But remember that time you were on your way to a show but didn't have any clothes? How about that time you brought Voguing back? Remember the time the shit was so brassy you had to call it lassie? Available on This Is New York City, bitch. The East Village mixtape. Hits from all your favorites. La Mady. Johnny Montgomery's Team Pimp. Your body's on fire. Mecca. Mother Flawless Sabrina. Linda James. J-Star Oops, my cock's out Oops, my cock's out Oops, my cock's out I'll put it back in And Lamady again M-A-D-Y This is New York City, bitch The East Village Mixtape There's only one way to get all the songs on this CD. By buying this CD. This is New York City, bitch. The East Village Mixtape. Available at GayPimp.com in the store. The store at GayPimp.com.
Well, there's no place like home, doo-doo, with the family around you. You're, You're never, never alone. Well, yes, it's Black Lady Appreciation Time. Uh, this is my favorite Black Lady Appreciation so far. Well, I'm not... It hasn't even happened yet. I'm I not know. limited to just black ladies who sing songs, mm-hmm, my obviously. friends. Mm-hmm. It's not just ladies, about that. Black, let me tell you something about black ladies. Tell me, Linda. They are very talented as a people. They are. <laughs> the people of black ladies. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, this week I was watching because the new black network, which I've got to say is a delight. The bomb, TV One. TV Shout One. Shout out TV One. Shout out to my homies at TV One. <laughs> TV One, Martine, since you don't have cable. No, I don't. Is the new BET. A bougier BET, I well, might by, say. By, by, it's not really BET. It's more like a, um, a sophisticated old school UPM. Yes, it's a bougie BET, exactly. like I said. Exactly. But the great thing exactly. about them right now is that they basically are playing, other than their cooking show, on, other than Patti LaBelle's of reality show slash interview show, which I believe is called Serving It Up. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe wow. we can sell serving it up to Patty LaBelle. Let's do that. What a great idea. Good idea. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, they've been showing nothing but 227 and Amen. Wow. It's part of the 1980s most amazing night of television ever. <laughs> because those two black shows were at the bookends of a very special night of television in the 80s. Starting with... Facts of life, the grown-up years when they were when they had, didn't when they didn't have the bakery when they had the souvenir shop. I love those years. Oh, the souvenir shop <laughs> years! Oh. I was never sure what they sold in that souvenir shop, but it was very had neon and flamingos and yeah, it was lovely. They sold a lot of neon things there. <laughs> they sure <laughs> did. Small neon things in plastic bins. I mean, it was a perfect night of television. Starting with old facts of life, we run a, we run a souvenir shop years. Mm-hmm. Fa- then going into. 227. Oh, I love 227. Yes. Which is the show we're speaking of today. Then into Golden Girls and then into Amen. You can't go wrong. I remember watching that with my mom. That was a wonderful, wonderful night of television. Anyway, they've been television. They've been showing uh, 227 a lot. And I have been getting back into fucking Jack A as Sandra. Oh, my goodness. That when I was, when I was baby, John McGovern. I used to just love Sandra so much. Me too. Everybody loves Sandra. Everyone loves Sandra. Except Mm -hmm. for Marla Gibbs, who I remember (laughs) the gossip of the day. In my old inquirers, there's gossip because Marla Gibbs, I knew, even living in Egypt, I knew this. Marla (laughs) Gibbs, well, I did get TV Guide. Right. Even though I had no TV, I got TV Guide. And I still still subscribe to Us Magazine back then, also, by the way. You can see how I was shaped. Um, So back then, Marla Gibbs was mad because that was supposed to be her show. She was supposed to be the funny one. And Jack A was stealing all the thunder. Uh Uh-oh. And then you can tell by the years, Alexandra's parts got smaller and smaller and they were fighting on the set. And Marla Gibbs kept trying to give herself more wacky things to do, more jokes. And Sandra's part got smaller and smaller. Eventually, they gave her a spinoff. Didn't work. Called Jack A. Where Sandra moved to the big city and worked at a very 80s gym. That sounds like a dream. (laughs) Well, sadly, it wasn't as good because Jack A. as Sandra in big doses, they kind of wrote at her. Remember when Rhoda was on Mary Tyler Moore? She was all wacky. Then she became Rhoda the star, and she became more like Mary Tyler Moore. 
Yeah. Nyla Moore, she's Mary. But she became more the lead character, and they had tried to make her sympathetic and stuff, and there wasn't enough Mary. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Maybe. There wasn't enough of that. So, I mean, I would have watched it faithfully still. As well to this day. And I guess Jack it. A has still, Jack A, who's now known as Jack A. Harry, a professional name, um, has tried to do that shtick still more in Sister, Sister and stuff, but it hasn't quite worked as well. Though I've got to give a shout out. Anybody, the work she did on 227, I've got to say, as the theater critic, yes. as a television critic, <laughs> was fucking amazing. She was really good. I've been watching and thinking, you are just a genius. She's Jack like a. the young black B. Arthur. She was doing work comparative to the work on Golden Girls in terms of TV quality. In terms of timing? In terms of timing and just delivery. overall delivery. Yeah. Presence. I mean, brilliant. Imagine, brilliant. imagine if they... If- if they took Jack A from two two seven and made her have her have her as the new girl on Golden Girls, oh man, <laughs> living with the ladies, even just the neighbor, a crossover episode, I would have died for. Mm, that Dorothy, <laughs> Dorothy, mm. that would have been great. Rose and, J- and Sandra getting mixed up in a wacky plan because they're too dumb to know. Oh what's my up. god, imagine or Blanche. That's what was good about Sandra. She was like Rose and Blanche mixed together. <laughs> Imagine one, black. one great episode would be where Dorothy and Sandra's wardrobe is mixed up for Uh-oh, a big night. For Ooh. a big charity ball? Yeah, for a big charity ball. For the, for the ball? For the cotillion? Golden Girls were always going to some ball. But um, so today, instead of a song, we're gonna pl- we're gonna take you back and pretend you're little Johnny McGovern at summer camp, and it's bedtime. And since you don't have TV to fall asleep to, you've recorded on audio an episode of Two Two Seven, and you listen to it right after you masturbate, looking at the camp counselor across the room. True story. Mm. <laughs> so we're gonna. <laughs> Under the covers, you masturbate. You masturbate slowly so no one can see. You're still watching them come out of the shower. But I digress. Uh, We're going to play a little snippet, a little classic Sandra from 227. This time, she's on Family Feud, y'all. Don't be nervous. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Name something. Let me finish. Name something you must have in order to live. A man. One of the seven wonders of the world. A rich man. Something that improves with age. A young man. A Christmas present you'd exchange. A old man. A condemned person's last request. Anything man. There's no place like home. I mean, no place, child. Here's your host, Howie Mandel. Sophia, we're down to two cases left. You've still got one million dollars on the board and one penny. What will it be? Deal or no deal? Uh, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Sophia's here! She doesn't care, girl. (laughs) Just open any door. <laughs> any, door. any door, any door. Let's let's make a deal, Sophia. We are glad you're back. Oh, uh, thank you. I, I oh, it was what happened last week. I, it was uh, Halloween. Um, you was getting ready for Halloween. Oh, time. I wasn't on. I was in Atlantic City actually. I Ooh. host. Ooh. I host the uh, Rolling Stone after party. Fun. 
Uh, Fancy. No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. no. It was horrendous. Linda, Uh, where have you been all this time? I know. (laughs) You had fun at this party, right? No. (laughs) No, it was like, it it was very, uh, the Rolling Stone never show up. Look, uh, really? Rolling Stone didn't show? No, it was the, you know, the uh, after party. Uh, after oh, the for their concert, concert? For the Rolling they, Stone concert? Yeah, it was a party. It was a way to attract people there. And the misshaped um, 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 DJ, we host, I host, and it was uh, good morning. That's the only thing I can say. That's awesome. always nice. And the, the party was uh, interesting. It was like nobody there. There was even uh, the Rolling Stones were get close to them, not even in their dreams. But they were there. <laughs> right. It was their party. Yeah. As they were there. And we I hold for them. I put the best face I can for that amount of money. So... <laughs> 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 See, that's a lesson. You can pay Sophia to love things and look like she's having a good time, if only for a short period of time. I love Miss Sophia. I was looking at your MySpace page this week, and I love when you're about me. My favorite one is affordable. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I have a mail this week. I'm going to tell everybody, please do no ask me questions on MySpace. Uh, go to uh, and because I don't, I won't answer the question from there. Um, I have a lot of people ask me questions to my space, and I don't care. Send it to me to Sophia Lamar, we kill you dot com and I would answer for you. But I have a question and they asked me uh sorry, three people the three different people asking me what I love and I love a lot of people, a lot of things, you know, like art and architecture, but that's boring. Um, <laughs> I love uh, city planning. I spend a lot of time actually uh, researching city planning. I really? love, yeah, a lot of people. I like rock and roll. I love uh, heavy metal, uh, European film, Godard, Fellini, blah, 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 but you who <laughs> fucking care? You know, I always tell people what I hate because because people always, people go like, oh, you like rock and roll, so you must love this myth. No, Faye, I hate this myth. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate them. Nice try, though. The whiny boys, I really hate them. So I always I always feel like I have to tell people, it's like people, oh, this dress is very you. They opened a bag and brought me this dress. I swear this dress was for a drag queen, Alice Qualita. <laughs> <laughs> Full of... Feathers? Uh, oh, it was feathers in the shoulder and big big hanging. It was all B with a sequin. It was a disaster. But it was, <laughs> it was great for, you know, a performer, Alice Qualita, or some uh, drag Latin place in Queen. I know I have an <laughs> I know I have an accent, but please, you know, I, I have a style. You know, I'm born with that. Coming yeah. to Corona, New York. Exactly. Sophia Lamar. <laughs> Arrumba. <laughs> no, that's Take not the seven train all the way out. That's She'll not be there happen. waiting. The seven. Oh, God. <laughs> that is when I order an online the uh, poison and drink it myself. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> I think they sell that right from the MetroCard vending machine now. Oh, really? Like, if you have a really long trip, you're like, ah, I just want to kill myself. On the 7 oh. train? Uh, <laughs> tonight! <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, uh, I, I like a lot of things, and you you see them in my website. This is kind of boring, and I feel kind of like um, corny. But uh, hey, you know, I love a lot of things. Yes, in case you thought that I only hate. Um, Good to clear that up. Yeah, why? I don't know why they would why think that. Why would you think she has more than one emotion, people? Uh, exactly. <laughs> and I want to, for uh, something that I, I, I read online, I just want to tell people that I never, ever, this is serious, I never sit in here for a year, almost a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never sit and attack anybody about their physical appearance. Because when you go to that level, it's, you don't have any, any argument. So you go like, oh, you're jealous. Oh, you are a monster. You're just ugly. I don't say those words. I never throw those jealous, ugly, monster. I never attack physically anybody because you know what? People, uh, it's a lot of things to say about people. I attack people' character, <laughs> personality. No, <laughs> I attack people' character, and I do a character assassination. Yeah. <laughs> I matter people, but I never talk about their physical appearance because, you know, people actually, uh, everybody is busted or beautiful in their own way. So uh, if you busted, beautiful, whatever you feel like, it, God bless you. But remember your affirmation every week, I'm busted. <laughs> I'm that busted. I'm busted. I'm busted. I'm busted. So anyway, uh, whoa, what I hate this week. Oh, I bet you have a yeah. lot of... I saw Sophia at the park. She said, Johnny, I have a lot to hate this week. Ooh, a new instrument. What I hate this week, I've been hating this for a while, but I hate is uh, people spreading the rumor. uh, uh, All the people rumor about a rumor, another rumor about celebrities gayness mm. it's like it's always about people that are beautiful they never say oh MC Hammer was gay <laughs> uh, they never say you know even people they are obviously gay they never mention the gayness like nobody say that Richard Simmons is gay <laughs> <laughs> like, Including Richard well, Simmons. Well, he never uh, he never said that he's gay. Nope. And no. Nobody mentioned that he's gay. He is a straight man. If he was a beautiful, <laughs> if he was a beautiful, beautiful man, people, uh, the rumor would be like, I think he's gay. Even if he was that queenie. I get that all the time. Uh, hello. <laughs> See, don't flatter yourself. What a loser. <laughs> ah, thank you, thank you, Sophia. <laughs> But I understand where you're coming from. I, I and then you know it's like uh, Pete Daddy is gay. Who care? Do you think Friday will help you in your life? You, uh, Pete Daddy is gay. Oh, uh, Tom Cruise is gay. Tom is. If he wasn't gay, I don't know if he is or not. But who care? It won't help your life. Your life would be shitting Iowa and Oklahoma or wherever you live. It was, you know, you can know every month when you rent and your bills arrive, you can now call the electric company and say, you know, I won't pay my bill this year, this month because Tom Cruise is gay. <laughs> I tried that once, y'all. It don't work. Or you can go to a record a record store and say, I'm going to buy all the CD, but I won't pay because Daddy is gay. See, <laughs> he will help you live. Uh, for example, if tomorrow 50 Cent say, oh, I'm gay and a pedophile, he will help you. Actually, the black community and the hip-hop community will hate the gay more because they would think that the gay term 50 Cent gay. 
the game. The, the game turned him gay. They turn you gay. Like Johnny McGovern. Like Johnny McGovern turns people gay. <laughs> so, you know, there you have it. It doesn't matter who is gay. Who is in the closet? Who is inside the closet? Go on with your life, trying to be less shitty and crummy. <laughs> Always and good doesn't advice. matter who is gay or straight, because your life is individual. Trying to live your own life and stop living your life through celebrity. Because you know what? They are celebrity, and you are not. <laughs> so remember. So remember, I was picking at you. Don't spread rumors because I'm picking at you, bitches. <laughs> Woo! Good night. Good night. Exactly. What a show! What a show it was today! Special show, especially awesome show. It was awesome. Yay. Thank oh you my to God. Mother of the House of uh, Sparkle Magic, who came wow. out to support us. And thanks to La Prohibita. And when I say support us, I mean mock and ridicule us. Just you. Just you. Oh right, yeah. You know, you're right. That was yeah. yeah just me. And right after we had, we spilled our gay tea. Sophia Lamar came out and said, why do you want to talk about gays who come out? It will make your life better. I hate that. Yeah. But it does give us something to talk about. And we're sure bored. Yeah, come on. It, it adds a little bit of excitement to our lives. I got nothing to do but talk about Neil Patrick Harris's wang and is what he, he the, does with it. Is he the top or the bottom, do you think? I wonder. Uh, he probably full switches it up. He's a versatile he's, he's a versatile. Bottom. Sometimes he's like, ooh, doctor. That's what his lover says. Ooh, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I wonder what other young teen stars maybe he fucked. We'll never you, know. Probably Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder, that's why he's so Republican now, because... Because Neil Patrick real, Harris tricked him and raped him. F'd him in the A. <laughs> the old F in the A. Whoops. Mm. Don't drop the soap around Doogie. Well, it was a lovely, lovely or show. Doogie. Ooh, what the hell. Okay, we love you, babies. Now, don't forget, if you like drinking... And you, I don't do. like, and you don't like hangovers. I hate hangovers. Then you should probably go to that Party Smart website mm-hmm. called PartySmart.com and buy some Party Smart and take it. That's right. And you, you know what'll happen? What? You won't be all hanged over. Yeah. Yeah. And the more you buy, the more they like us and help us continue to give you this podcast for free. Won't that be awesome? Awesome! Yay! And don't forget to use the special promotion code GayPimp. To get 10% off. It's a good deal for you. You save money. And it's a good deal for us because they know that you heard about it here. Is that PartySmart.com? That's damn straight. Huzzah for Party Smart. My voice won't make you want to kill yourself when you're hungover. (laughs) 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 Please turn it off. (laughs) If you insist. I drank too much juice. Good night, everybody. I love you. Your daddy loves you. Come on, Flash. Electrico. Okay, this is Doki Demaraz again. I'm just so excited. I just heard the um the last podcast, and oh my god, ah, I can't stop smiling. Thank you, Kevin Kiss. Thank you, Linda James. Thank you, Martin Beauchamp. Um, yeah. 
And Johnny McGovern, you are oh, so cool. Thank you, guys. Love you. Bye. Oh, oh, oh. And Sophia Lamar denied me on MySpace. I'm so sad. But it's okay. I'm over it. Not really, but whatever. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Johnny. This is Zuri again. Um, I just, Halloween happened, and it was the most, it was amazing. I was on the train, and I saw a bunch of guys dressed, uh, that were, like, dressed as women. It, it, it made me really happy, and I thought of, I thought of Linda James, and I, and everyone, and because I miss you guys really a lot, because I haven't been able to listen to podcasts in a while, but, um, also, one of my friends decided that for she, it's a girl, but she still decided for her Halloween costume she would be a tranny. So I thought you might appreciate that. I hope you guys are doing well. I plan on watching the show as soon as it comes out. Keep us all posted. Bye bye. Hi, Daddy. Uh, this is the Supple Twinks from San Francisco, and. Uh, we just took it in Z for the first time, and my fucking butt walls are just hella stretched out, sweetness. And, oh, girl, I mean, shit. I mean, when when I'm pleasuring myself and I'm thinking about it, it's all good. But when that when that big dick is up my ass, I'm just like, ah, oh, Steve. Fuck. It all it all started with just a simple circle jerk. And then, like, the thing about it is the top, he has a, he, he is happily, like, in a relationship, but then, you know, we were, we, we just took it in the, and girl, this thing, it was just like, sweetness. Oh, dude, I'm walking to the communal bathroom right now, and my ass, oh, dude, bro, this thing, please, fucking send us an email, like, technique, how to relax our fucking ass, just. Fuck, dude, I mean, shit. I can tell her hands behind her head. What's that man? And I was like, oh, bro, fuck. I was like, oh. I mean, fuck, dude, it's sweetness. Yeah, we're your fucking disciples. We're your fucking loyal listeners from fucking San Francisco. Cause New York City keeps bubbling up.